Babakama daf mem. The last thing we were discussing was a baita that said that the ox of the shote bekatan that gourd, according to Biyakov, you have to pay half damages. And Rabbi explained that Biyakov uh, does not argue on Rabbi Yehuda. Abaya said they do argue. Do we set up a, a potrapus for a short time to take half damages? And we saw uh, Rabbi Nas said they are. They do argue, and the, the mahlok between them is that when the uh, the original owner comes back in a healthy way, or becomes a gadol, or whatever it is, does it go back to its original status of being a short time or not? That's the mahlok between them. And with that, we're going to start Mem Amud Aleph, eleven lines in by the two dots where it says Tanura Banan. Now, before I start the next sugya, I just want to introduce it by explaining that if a, if an ox kills three people, now the owner has to pay something called kofir. Now, what is this kofir? Is a mahaloket between hachamim. Number one, it's a kapara, meaning it's an atonement. You did something wrong, now you have to pay for it, sort of like giving a korban. And some say kofir is a payment to the family of the, the person who was killed. Mahalok number two is how is this kofir paid? Is it based on what the the person who damaged is worth, or does it go on based on whatever the person who was damaged worth? And once we understand that there's a machloket here, tanura banan apotroposim, a trustee who was supposed to watch over the ox of yetomim, and now became a shomuad and a gord mishalmin min aliyah ve'en mishalmin kofer. They have to pay from their best assets, but they don't have to pay the kofer. So now, man tana, who's the tana who holds that kufra kapara, that this whole kofir is a kapara, it's an atonement uh, for the for the person who owns this ox, He's, it's like a korban sort of thing. When the etomim are not supposed to give a kapara because they're too young, and that's why their apotropus doesn't have to do it. So who's the one rabbi holds that? So Amar of Hasdar, Rabbi Shema'al ben Oshir, Rabbi Yohanan ben Merokahi, the tanya, because we have a bright that says, this is talking about Kofir. It says he's going to give the redemption of his soul. His soul sounds like the man Isaac. It sounds like he pays whatever this uh, this person who's been damaged is worth. No, the man Mazik is the one who damaged. Now, my love, like isn't the machloket between them as follows? The Rabbanan Savre. Kufra Mamonau, the rabbis hold that the kofir is a fine, it's money you have to pay to the family of the person you killed. Rabbi Shmael ben Osher, Rabbi Yohanan ben Beroka Savar, Kufra Kapara, Rabbi Shmael held that it's a, it's a kapara, you have to pay your worth in order to atone for what you did. And Amar of Papa, law, no. The Chule Alma, everyone holds Kufra Kapara, everyone holds it's a kapara. Mm-hmm. Forget, the real machloka between Rabbanan and Rabbi Shema'il is as follows. Rabbanan hold you go by the person who's been damaged, you go by whatever he's worth. Rabbi Shema'il holds you go by the person who damaged. What's Rabbanan's reason? It says... In regards to hurting a woman, it says you have to pay whatever the husband says. Now that's a, it says that later on, and earlier on in regards to kofir, it says you shot. The same idea. Now what's the what's the importance of the word yashit you shot? The same way in regards to 
a person hurting uh, a woman and, and making her have a miscarriage. The same way over there, we go by the person who's been damaged. Same thing in regards to Kofir, we're going to go by the person who's been damaged. It says he gives the pidyon of himself, meaning his worth, the, the damager. Verabanan, in you're right, pidyon of shokativ. It says he gives the, the redemption of his soul. You're right, it's 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 the redemption of his soul is when he pays. However, if we go by whatever the person he damaged is worth. Now, by the way, the Gemara says a story. He's a great man. So when this Ravaha comes, bring him here. When Ravaha came, asked him, Ask me something. He was trying to show that here I'm also smart. So he asked him, The knocks of partners. You know, they killed someone. How do they pay kofir? Do they both have to atone whatever they did and they both have to pay kofir? Then the problem is, The pasuk says you pay kofir, not two kofirin. Hai Hatsi Kofir, Vihai Hatsi Kofir, and if you want to say each one pays half a kofir, well kofir shalema marhamanavil hatsi kofir. The Torah says you pay one kofir and not half a kofir. Now Adiati Vikamayan, but while while Rav Nahman was thinking about this question of Ravaha, Amar there, Ravaha Bar Yaakov asked another question. Tenan, we learned the Masechet Arachin, Hayave Arachin. If someone said I'm giving my worth to the Beta Migdash, so he has a set amount and we seize their property by force. The, the treasurer of the Beit Hamikdash comes in, takes whatever he this person owes. However, someone who's hayav korbanot like hatat asham, we don't seize their animals to bring it uh, by force. Why? Because we know this person has to give a korban, and he's not going to sit there and wait and wait and wait for his kaparat to happen. He's going to bring it. So now, Rav Haba Yaakov asked Rav Nachman, Hayave Kofrin Mai, what about those who give, who are uok uh, kofir? Let's say a person's ox kills another person. What's the halacha there? Kivan de Kapara, who sends its Kapara, Kihatat Vasham Dame, do we say it's like Hatat and Asham, Mihmar Hamir Ilave, and it's very strict and he's going to make sure to pay, and therefore, Velo Ba'il Mashkone, you don't have to seize any property from him. Or maybe Kivan de Havre, who de Ba'il Mehat Vele. Or maybe since you just have to give it to your friend, and therefore it's just considered a fine, and it's not going to uh, Hashem. And the person is not going to really care, and therefore he's not going to uh, he's not going to pay it, and therefore we have to seize it. Inami or or maybe since I, I didn't do this in my property, my assets, the the the, the damage. Maybe the person won't care. He won't pay it, and therefore we have to seize him. Amaleir of Nachman got so lost. Shabkan Limelon Ishtagar I'm still uh, already thinking about the first one. I I I got lost. I can't even think about the second one. Tanu Rabanan Shealo Bechayskatam. If someone borrowed an ox from his friend, it was supposed to be Tam. Then I found that it's a Shor Muad. 
So what ends up happening if there's damage? Be'alim mishalim hatzin ezek v'shoel mishalim hatzin ezek. So the owner has to pay half damages and the borrower has to pay half damages. Hu'ad bebet ashoel. Let's say it already gored two times, and now when it's in the borrower's house, it gored a third time. So now he became a shomuad in the borrower's house. V'hazira la be'alim, and he gave him back to the owner. The owner only has to pay half damages, and the borrower doesn't have to pay anything. And the Gemara explains. Amar Mor. If someone borrowed a, an ox, thinking that it's a short time, ends up being short, the owner pays half, and the borrower pays half. Why? Let the borrower say, I borrowed an ox and borrowed a lion. Rav explains, what are we dealing with here? The borrower knew that this ox gores. He knows it gored once or twice. He doesn't know, but he thinks it's a tam. So the Gemara explains, Why don't we say that the borrower should, should say, I borrowed a tam and borrowed a muad. My response because the lender could say because the lender could say, listen, at the end of the day, if it was a time, you only have to pay half damages. So now also only pay half damages. But the says, but let the borrower say, but if it was a short time, I would only have to pay from the body of the, the cow. Now we have to pay from actual money. We have to pay from land. So the Gemara responds, because the lender could say, sof, sof, at Torah well, you don't have to pay me an ox, meaning if they would actually have to come and take the ox, you would have to pay me back for that. Meaning if it was a short time and they would have taken half the damages from the body, uh, you, you, wouldn't have had, you wouldn't have had to pay me? Of course you would have had to pay me. It, it was, it was you're responsible. So the Gemara says, let the borrower say, Im tam hava If it was a short tam that damaged, and I would only have to pay half damages, and it's, uh, it's according to the rabbi holds that half damages is a fine, it's a knas. Hava, I would have admitted. I would uh, I would have uh, been patur. You know, when someone admits to some uh, to something that he would be obligated to pay a fine, he's patur. Hava modina umi patrina. Even according to the rabbi holds that the half damages is a regular damage payment that someone has to pay. It's regular money. Then let the borrower tell the lender, if it was a short time, I would take him to a swamp somewhere that's hidden where they can't find him and bring him to Betin to assess it. Again, this is only contrary to Ishmael who says that the damager is now a, a debtor. He owes money, uh, but not according to B. Akiva holds their partners. Okay, according to, uh, according to that, I would have taken him to uh, to some corner where no one could find him, and I wouldn't have paid. Rather, what are we dealing with over here? We were talking about a situation where Betin already grabbed this uh, cow, this ox, before he could run away with it. The Gemara says, Ihaki, if we're talking about a situation where Betin grabbed onto the ox first, then why does the owner have to pay half damages? Let the lender tell the borrower, Let the lender tell the borrower, I'm upset at you. 
You let the Sibetian people uh, grab onto this uh, ox. You let my ox be grabbed by someone where I can't even take it to court, where I can't even discuss din with. It's an automatic loss with these people. They're Betin. The Gemara says, no, you can't say that because Mishum de Amale, because the Baruch Roy says, I would give it back to you, they would take it from you also. Okay, so the Gemara continues, let the, let the lender tell the borrower, if you would give it back to me, I would have taken it, I would have ran away with it to some swamp, some area where they couldn't grab onto it. So the Gemara explains, Mishum de Amale, because the borrower could tell the lender, Sof Sof Lav Me Aliyah, Vumish Tal At the end of the day, wouldn't they take from the best of your property? Meaning, it's a short Mu'ad, and you would have to pay the best property anyways. Now, Hani Hai Chad Deit Okay, that works great when the when the lender has money. Hechad Deit If he doesn't have any assets or money, Ma'ikal Amar, what are we going to say? So it explains Mishum de Amale because the borrower is going to tell the lender you tell him I will never would have let you to take that cow and run away with it because the same way I owe you money and I I now owe the person I damaged money. מדרבי Next, we learned in the Braita Huad Bebet Shoel Vihazirola Bealim. Let's say it was warned it, this ox uh, gored for the third time in the borrower's house and he given back to the owner. The owner has to pay half damages and the borrower does not have to pay anything. So the Gemara doesn't understand. Sefa Reshut Meshana in the second part where the ox goes back from the borrower to the to the lender back to his master. We say, oh, it changed the uh, area, therefore he goes back to being Tam. Resha, but the first part, Reshut and Amishana, you tell me there's no change in you. When it went from the owner to the to the to the borrower, why should he have to pay full damages? Why does it become a Shor Mu'ad now? So the Gemara explains, Tabra, Mishishana, Zo, Shanazo. We have to say that you're right, that the Braita is split. Whoever taught Resha didn't teach the Sefa. And the Brayta has two different rabbis. No, if in the Resha we hold that once it changes possessions, it doesn't change its status. Same thing with the Sefa. And this is the reason in the Sefa that the, that the owner only has to pay half damages. Because the lender could tell the borrower, it's not up to you, meaning it, it, it's not in your power, it's not in your ability to make my shor a shor mu'ad because you are negligent with the way you watch it. Rather, I still think it's a short time. You just weren't careful the way you watched it. Rav Papa Amar, he says the opposite. When we said in the Sefa that when it changes possession, it changes status, same thing in the Resha. The Resha Tama. So then what's the reason that they would have to pay full damages? I mean, if it went from the uh, from the owner to the borrower, you have to pay full damage. Because the, 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 because the Tanah holds that wherever this animal goes, 
the uh, the master's name is on it. And therefore, when it came to the borrower, it, it can now become Shor Mu'ad. But when it goes back, it goes back to what it was by the owner, and that was a Shor Tam. Next, we learned in the Mishnah, Shora Istadine no Hayav Mita, the stadium bull. The one that they use for bullfights, if it killed a human being, it's not Hayav Mita, Iba'ya Lehu. And the question is as follows, Mahu Legabe Mizbeach. Can you give that ox as a korban of a Mizbeach? Usually, if an animal kills a person, you cannot give him as a Mizbeach. Over here, maybe it's different. So, Rav Amar Kasher, Shmuel Amar Pasul. Rav Amar Kasher, because Anusu, it's not his fault, they, they, they forced him to kill. Ushmuel Amar Pasul, because Hare Ni'ivad Bo'avira, because at the end of the day, Avira was done with it. So now, Metive, we have a problem on Shmuel from the following Braita. It says, in regards to Korbanot, Adam Kekri became Korban Nashim in Abakar min Natson. And the Braita is Doresh, Min Habehima, if an animal was with another human being, or a human being was with the animal, you know, I'll give it as a korban. From the word minabakar, we're doresh, that if they used it for avodazara, you cannot use it as a korban. If it was set aside for avodazara, you can't use it. The extra vav, it's coming to exclude that if it gored and killed a human being, you cannot give it as a korban. And if it says the, the animal that was with a human being, then why does it have to say the animal that killed a person? Meaning, they both have the same din, so why do I need both of them? And same idea, if it, if it talked about the goring bull, why do I need the bull that was with another with a human being? So, the, so he explains, there's a humrah that the animal that was with a human being has that you don't have with the goring, and you have a humrah by the goring ox that you don't have by the animal that was with a human. Why? By Robea, they made honest something that happened out of control as if it wanted it, as if there was intent to do it. But with Nogea, when it comes to goring, we didn't say if it gored out of control, it's as if it had intent to gore. And on the other end, there's a humrah on the other side. Nogeach meshalem kofer, rovea ino meshalem et kofer. By nogeach, if an animal gored a person, you have to pay kofer. Rovea, if, if the animal's with a, with a person, you don't have to pay kofer. That's why you had to mention that the Rovea and the Nogeah are both pasult as a korban. Now, here's the thing. Katanemi Hat, it says in the Braita, when it was with another person, it made, if even if it happened out of control, it's as if it had intent. But with the goring, it doesn't make something out of control as if it, if, if, as if it had intent. Meaning, what that clause in, in, in the Braita, what halacha are we learning out of it? Isn't an afkamina for a korban? It's coming to tell me it's only a pasul from being given as a korban if it gored on purpose and it's a problem on Shemuel. The Quran says, We're not talking about korbanot, rather, the question is, do we kill the ox? It makes sense. The korban if we talk about korban, when it said no gah lo asabo onis kiratzon by the goring, it didn't make an onis kiratzon. 
But the Torah love honesty decative, love ratzon But in the Torah, it didn't mention anything about honest. It didn't make anything out of control. Anything uh, uh, with intent. It didn't talk about anything. It just said uminatzon. It didn't say what what happened. Rather, what's the Baraita talking about? The question is, do we stone that ox or not? And the Gemara continues discussing the Baraita. The, 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 the goring ox has to pay. Kofir does not have to pay. Kofir. What are we talking about? Let's say the the ox that uh, was with the woman also uh, gored her killed her then malik tala bekana malik tala berviah at the end of the day uh, what's the difference how you killed her whether you killed her with the reviah you killed her with your horn at the end of the day you killed her you have to pay uh, you have to pay kofir what's it make a difference how your animal killed let's say the ox was with a woman but he didn't kill the woman Maybe the reason he doesn't have to pay kofir is because he didn't kill her at the end of the day. So, now we're talking about a situation where the ox was with the woman, but he didn't kill her. They brought the woman to Betin and they killed her. Meaning, the woman did this on purpose. She was warned. She didn't care. She was concerned Mizzi. They killed her. Mahodetema. I would have thought since they killed the woman because of the animal, maybe maybe it's as if the animal is what caused her to get killed, and that's why the the animal's owner should pay kofir. Kamash malan that we learn from the brayta that he's patur. Rabba explains the brayta where the the ox was with the woman and killed her. And when you had a question, okay, what's it make a difference how it killed with the horn or was it with her? There's a big difference. Karen, with the goring, he had an intent to damage, to hurt. When he was with her, he had a different intent. His, his intent was to, to, to enjoy, to have benefit. It wasn't to kill. So, what's the mahluket between Abayi and Rava? What's the foundation of their mahluket? What's the nafkamin ala lacha? So, the Gemara explains, Beregel darsa al gabetinok hanizak. The nafkamina would be is if an animal stepped on a baby in the in the yard of the person who's been damaged. So, the baby is playing in his backyard, a person's ox comes, another person in the neighbor's ox comes and steps in and kills the baby. According to Abaye, who holds that no matter what happens, the owner of the ox has to pay, then over here the owner of the ox has to pay kofir for killing the baby. It all depends on the intent of the cow. It didn't have an intent to kill the baby, therefore, lo mishalim kofir. It would not, uh, the owner of the cow would not have to pay kofir. Tanya kavate de Rav, there's a brayta like Rav that says that the ox of the, of the stadium is kasher for korban shorei tzadin eno hayav mita v'kasher legabe mizbech mepneshehu kimuose. The shorei tzadin, the the bullfighting bull, the the stadium bull, you don't have to kill it, and you could even give it as a korban because it it's as if it was. Forced to kill, and this goes back to what we said originally. The pasuk says, "Ki yigach, It has to be the one who gores, intent to gore, and not other people caused it to gore. And we'll stop right here. Baruch Hashem le'olam. Amen. Ve'amen.